here. I'm Bill Ingram, and this is Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. On today's show, we'll go to the small Czech community of Praha and see what's the big deal. We'll hear how Houston became the most air-conditioned city in the world, and we'll seek an answer to why isn't God answering my prayers? That's all coming up on today's Welcome to Texas. Hope On Demand is a brand new mobile app where you can see videos, listen to podcasts, read blogs, and articles to help you grow in your faith. Download the mobile app now on iOS and Android. Just search for Hope On Demand. I have people ask me all the time, why doesn't God answer my prayers? Now, I'm no expert. I'm just a radio guy. I have no formal training or education on the Bible. However, I do read the Bible. The Bible tells me everything is in God's time. I know we live in this world that is right now. We got to have it this minute. But the Bible tells me everything is in God's time. It doesn't say a word about it being on my timetable or someone else's timetable. It only says it's in God's time. We only see the very small piece of the world we live in. So we only see that one piece of the puzzle. God sees the whole big picture. Sometimes what we're praying about may not be time for God to answer that prayer. So we wait. That's all we can do. We have to remember God is in control. He knows what he's doing, and he will answer our prayers at the right time. In 1 John 5, 14 and 15, it says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we will have what we ask of him. And in John fifteen seven, it says, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Hope on Demand has a brand new podcast called The Art of Friendship. It's hosted by my friend and author, Kim Weir. It's all about creating and keeping relationships that matter. Look for it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for The Art of Friendship. Ah, the city of Houston, where summers can be brutal. The intense Texas heat combined with humidity constantly pumped in from the Gulf of Mexico can make that time of the year almost unbearable. So it's no wonder that the first air conditioner was installed in Houston, Texas. The first room to have air conditioning was downtown in the cafeteria of the Rice Hotel in 1922. 1923, the Second National Bank building became the first air-conditioned building, and it wasn't long before Houston was named the most air-conditioned city in the world. Now, air conditioning was not invented in Houston. Willis Carrier invented the AC in Brooklyn, New York in 1902. Apparently, there were a lot of steps to have to fall in place before it was available to the public, though. It was actually in the 1950s before residential air conditioning became popular. Back in the 70s, central air and heat came along, making window units take a back seat. In the 50s and 60s, it wasn't uncommon at all to see signs posted on businesses all over town that said air conditioning, meaning if you come to our business, you'll be comfortable. 
I remember growing up in Houston, we had window units in our house when I was a little kid, and I remember my dad installing an aftermarket air conditioner in our 1960 Ford Galaxy 500. I see claims from time to time that Houston is still the most air-conditioned city in the world. I don't know if that really holds true or not, but if it did, I wouldn't be surprised. Sure gets hot here in the summer. Hope on Demand has a podcast called Anything But Quiet Time. It's hosted by my good friends, Rochelle and Carter. Each week, they have fun and insightful conversation about what they're learning in their quiet time. You can download it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for anything but quiet time. After the Texas Revolution, German and Czech immigrants started settling around Fayette County and other counties around central Texas. With them, they brought their political opinions, their faith, and even recipes from the old country. There's a large concentration of Czech Americans living in Texas, roughly around 200,000, the largest number of any state. Now, the small Texas town of Praha is a Czech community that sits between Schulenburg and Flatonia in southern Fayette County. It's originally known as Mulberry and Hottentot, but it was renamed in the mid-1850s by a Bohemian immigrant named Matthias Novak and some of his followers. They changed the name of the town to Praha in honor of Prague from their homeland. In 1855, this was the site of the first Feast of the Assumption celebration. A Bernardine father, Joseph Bethowski, built a small frame church in town. Every year on August 15th, more than 5,000 people, many of them from Czech heritage, celebrate the Feast of the Assumption. Mass is celebrated in the church. Czech food is served, and Czech bands from Texas plays music well into the night. Well, I'm ready to leave out on that horse I rode in on. I'm Bill Ingram, and this has been Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and I hope you'll join me again for Welcome to Texas.